His name synonymous with some of Indian cinema's classics. The magic of his movies continues to enthrall. Its enduring influence still strong. Bimal Roy continues to inspire new generation of filmmakers. You see Lagan and its opening sequence with all the villagers looking up to the clouds and the sky, hopeful of a, uh, of, of a shower, rainfall coming. That was a straight lift from Dobi Gazami. Bimal Roy was regarded as one of the architects of modern Indian cinema. A master of his craft, he wore many hats, that of director, writer and cinematographer. I think the main thing that he brought to cinema was a very compassionate realism. It was a, not a harsh reality, but he managed to convey very difficult subjects in a very simple way, uh, which could reach out to everyone, whether to the masses or the classes as they are called. So I think that itself was a remarkable achievement. And he did it film after film. Born into a landholding family in Dhaka in then East Bengal, the family fell into hard times after the death of Bimal Roy's father. Migrating to Calcutta, he took on the job of an assistant cameraman and progressed to being a cameraman on documentaries in the 1930s. But he commenced on his cinematic journey when he was hired as an associate and publicity photographer by PC Barua for Devdas in 1935, a movie which he would remake two decades later. I think Barua uh, played a major part in his life because he was the one who gave him a break. He started working with Barua as a still cameraman. It's difficult to say exactly what influenced him. I think he was more influenced by the man than by his kind of cinema. Starting as an apprentice at New Cinema in Calcutta, it was his command over lighting and compositions which made him a sought-after cameraman for films. My father was at that time a cameraman and he wanted to become a director, very much. And uh, Mr. B.N. Sarkar, who was the head of uh, new theatres at that point in time, he knew that my father showed promise, but he wasn't entirely confident about my father. So he said, all right, you can make a small budget film and you use waste film, film that is left over from other movies. So with that challenge in mind, he started making the film. The camera work was superb. He entered with totally new cast, absolutely new. Mm -hmm. 
He made his directorial debut with the Bangla film Uday Pathe in 1944, which echoed the aesthetic, moral, and political sensibility displayed in his films of the 50s. This film was totally realistic, and the dialogues were so popular that they actually sold in pawn shops. You know, books of the dialogue. People on the street were reciting the dialogues. and the film was a smash hit har din Post the collapse of new cinema, Bimal Roy moved to Bombay in the 50s, directing Ma for Bombay Talkies. When my father came to Bombay uh, in 1951, he was invited by Devika Rani to make a film for Bombay Talkies called Ma, and he brought his own team with him. they all stayed in the same house my mother was expecting a child uh, she was 6 months pregnant and she used to cook for them and for the first 10 months they didn't get any salary my father looked after them that's how close my father was to his unit and the unit absolutely the team adored him i mean there was no question about it So when my father made Dobiga Zameen about uh, nine years after that, I think the same kind of uh, passion. Apart from compassion, the same kind of passion was involved in the filmmaking. It was his first venture under Bimalra Productions. जान पहचान तो वहाँ जाने पर ही होगी बापू। तुम फिकर न करो, मुझे जाने। कहाँ जाओगे बापू? कलकत्ते। कलकत्ते। The story of a peasant caught in a cycle of debt, in his desperation to save his land, migrating to the big city to earn a living, ending up as a rickshawala. The movie saw a splendid performance by Balraj Sahni. The filmmaker's humanism and social sensibility struck a chord. Dobi Gazami was a film which is way ahead of its times, not only with respect to the treatment of the subject, but also the very subject. It is about the march of industrialization and how it alienates the individual. Unfolding a chapter of neorealist cinema, the filmmaker often critiqued society, focusing on human fallibility and adversity with the realism initially absent. Charan, ye kya? दुआने और लाइए ना जा जा चार आने तो रेट है बाबू रेट वेट हम नहीं जानते आप ही ने तो कहा था तीन आदमी बिठा लो दुआने और देंगे लाइए दुआने और दीजिए ना दे दे भाई दे दे क्यों दुआने के लिए एक नीच आदमी से बहस हाँ हाँ हम तो नीची आदमी है लाइए पैसा दीजिए वाहिका जमीन मस्ट डिफिकल्ट फिल्म टू मेक बिकॉज इट वॉज द वेरी फर्स्ट फिल्म ही वॉज मेकिंग एंड ही कास्ट कम्प्लीटली ए टिपिकल पीपल बलराज सानी वॉज 
very westernized gentleman and Nirupa Roy was a goddess. Uh, he cast against the grain. I think people in the Nehruvian era were very idealistic. People had to uh, depend on uh, their, for example, reading or for their amusement. There was no television, no nothing. And uh, involved, they became more and more involved with society, with societal problems and social, uh, how would I say, social inequities at that point in time. Translating Sarachandra's Parinita and Viraj Bahu, the filmmaker remade mentor P.C. Barua's Devdas in 1955. Devdas! <laughs> The story of the despondent alcoholic saw actor Dilip Kumar give one of his finest performances. A role that made him synonymous as the tragedy king. I guess it, that's the best Devdas we've had so far because uh, Bimalda had also worked in an earlier Devdas in 1930s with, with P.C. Barua but when he directed the film himself in mid-50s mid I guess he was singularly responsible for giving Dilip Kumar his tragic hero image. With Suchitra Sen as Paro, the director took on newcomer Vijanti Mala to play Chandramukhi. Bimal Roy, yes. He was, I think, one of the greatest directors because he knew exactly, you know, what he wanted and how to take the best out of the, the uh, actors.
beyond neorealism he could include dance he could include songs and yet make it so serious that people cried at the end of the film i think that itself is an achievement that he could blend all kinds of cinema together to make a whole mera deewana pan hai na mohabbat ka suru The year 1958 saw him collaborate with Dilip Kumar for Yahudi, followed by the hit the reincarnation thriller Madhumati. Paisa, आप रूहा को मानते हैं? क्यों पूछते हो ऐसी बातें? आज की रात में कुछ ऐसी ऐसे मालूम होता है जैसे कोई रूह जिसकी जिंदगी का सपना अधूरा रह गया हो, आने की कोशिश कर रही है. So many felt he pandered to popular taste with this retribution saga it was the lyricism and intensity of the film which makes it an all time watch my father was a great lover of literature so he delved into literature frequently very few films were actually derived on their own madhumati was an exception madhumati was written the story was written by uh, rithik ghatak and it was never published as a book but uh, it was a subject written specially for him that was very unusual for him Madhumati won him the Best Director trophy, and the filmmaker was all set to embark on a hat trick of awards. The story of caste and class oppression Sujata in 1959 saw the director cast Nutan in the titular role The actress had confessed that she discovered her potential through Bimalda as he was fondly called Sujata won him the best director trophy. I think my father empathized very much with women and he understood their mental makeup. He understood uh the strength that they have and he portrayed that in his films. Oh, sajano. 
which was followed by the 1960 sadhana star of parak the filmmaker known to give fledgling directors opportunities in his productions as was apparent in several movies such as usne kaha tha and kabuliwala an adaptation of rabindranath tagore's story of the same name He never switched to color. He believed in his black and white reality. and he stuck to that i think he stuck to his principles he stuck to his uh yeah his great passion of cinema making was not influenced at all i think by the rasmataz around him regarded as one of his best and ironically his last as director was bandhani in 1963 ho jaane wale ho sakhe to dokhe aana starring nutan ashok kumar and dharmendra the story of kalyani regarded as one of the most complex characters ye ghat tu ye baat kahin bhula jana a woman in love with a revolutionary charged with the murder of her lover's wife the best thing about bimal roy was he was never like an island which which tends to be the case with a lot of geniuses he rather worked in a family atmosphere taking people along with him rishikesh mukherjee shailendra sd barman later gulzar all of them at one time or the other were part of bimal roy's family i would use the word not camp and they all learned their craft with him and also honed much of many of their skills under him man ki kitab se tum mera naam hi mita dena gun to na tha koi bhi tab gun mere bhula dena 
director who understood the social political milieu is often regarded as the monarch amongst Indian filmmakers. Bimal Roy passed away at the age of 57 in 1966, leaving several incomplete projects behind. The last film that he wanted to make was a very ambitious venture. It was called Amrit Kumbh Ke Khoj Me, and Gulzar collaborated on the script with this. It was also based on a novel, and it's very sad that he could never make that film because I think that film would have been another landmark in his life. ہمیں ڈر ہے ہم ہو نہ جائے کہیں سہاں